Welcome, this is Corinne Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. How are you doing today? Ah, it's been a long week, but I'm here and I'm excited to be here with you. And I'm going to be talking today about seeing is not believing. We believe that in order to be able to create the result that we want, we have to see it first. Actually, that's not how it's happened. And I know we have these sayings of, I'll see it, I'll believe it when I see it. But that's a problem because that's not the way it works. Recently, I had a client who said she had to do her budget because then she would believe she could achieve the result of being out of debt. However, that is not how it happens. She has to believe the root cause is what her beliefs are about money, what her beliefs are about debt, what her beliefs are about her own worthiness and how it's tied to money because money can be tied to shame, which is I am bad. I'm not good enough. And like you have this old belief of I was a loser and money didn't happen to people like me. And so I had to change that money block before I could get to this place of being really comfortable with money. So let's go back to this. Seeing is not believing. Seeing a money plan, seeing a diet plan, seeing an exercise plan. Are you one of those people you love to have all these plans? You can't wait to have all these plans and you work really, really, really hard on these plans. And then when it comes time to execute, you roll over and you stop and you give up on yourself and you don't follow through on the plan. And then you beat yourself up because you think there must be something wrong with you. And you think that, see, it's just because you're not disciplined enough. It's because you're not smart enough. It's because you're not good enough. We're back to that whole enough game that we like to talk about so much here that I like to talk about because it's how we go about beating ourselves, And we do it in a way to cloak ourselves from this feeling of shame of the voice of you're not enough. That's what that voice is. So let's really understand shame that way it can't control your life. So again, whether you have a plan, it's going to, it could be a money plan. It could be a job plan. It could be a diet plan. It could be a marriage plan. Whatever the plan is, you get so, so excited because you're like, oh, see, I can see it and then I can believe it. But then you don't believe it. You've done the plan. But how often have you decided that I'm going to create these meals? I'm going to, I'm going to live this way, but you don't believe it's possible for you to lose weight, to get down to your natural weight. If you don't believe that, then you're not going to be able to execute it. You can work hard towards it and there's going to be a tremendous amount of struggle and maybe you'll painstakingly get there. I call that typically white knuckling in the diet world and you might get there, but you're probably not going to stay there. So that is why you have to believe to achieve. You must believe to achieve. It's not see to believe, it's believe to achieve. It all comes down to what do you believe? And when I say this, I don't mean that you lie to yourself. You don't stand in front of the mirror. This would not work with my clients who are like 250, 300 pounds or 200 pounds, whatever it is, the the weight that they come to me at to lose the weight. Some of them come at 150, whatever the number is. They don't stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, I'm skinny. (laughs) Because the voice in the back of their head is really good at being mean to them and saying, liar, liar, pants on fire. 
Or if you have debt, the voice in the back of your head is saying, money doesn't happen to people like you. You're bad. Why even bother to try? Just go buy those sunglasses if that's what you want. Because you know it's never possible to get out of the debt. So seeing is not believing. You must believe. When I was at um, the college and, and a lot of inner city kids that I was coaching and some of them, you know, may not have been good athletically and they came on the team or some were not, you know, had had some limited success. And so this was an opportunity for them to learn how to cultivate their own success, their cultivate their own belief in themselves. And I would just hammer away at this because I had some really fast kids and they would look to them and go, oh, but that's possible for them. But contrary to what we say on this show of what is possible for them, so therefore it's possible for us, my athletes would say, well, that's possible for them, but that's not possible for me. Or how many of you have been in a successful environment? Maybe you're with all these power players in your company and you're like, well, they're doing really great, but that's not capable for me. I'm just a little, you know, not enough person. I have the imposter syndrome here and it's therefore not possible. So that's why seeing does not lead to believing. You have to go back to believing. You have to believe in what you want is possible for you. You have to, and when you believe in that, you have to attach to that belief and really believe in it, especially when there's not evidence evidence that it's possible. And one of the examples I like to use with my clients is that, especially when I know that they're fantastic parents, and I think parenting is one of the hardest, if not the hardest thing that we do. And it's very challenging for me, even though I work with kids and I know kids, it's the hardest thing that I do. But what I'll give to my clients is when you decided to have a kid, you didn't know how you were going to do it. You may have had a plan, but look, you raise these kids And a lot of times is we could have the plan and then our kids have a different plan for how we need to live. (laughs) So it comes back to believing. What is the belief that you have? And I want to talk about that because you may be saying, well, this is great, Corinne, but you know, I don't know where to start. So here are some examples and you're welcome to steal them, not like them and come up with your own. It doesn't matter. This is just a place to start because I find a blank canvas to be very intimidating and to be in that moment of, oh yeah, I'll come back to that, but I never do. So if you need to, the great thing about this podcast is you can hit pause. One of my enoughers was telling me the other day, he was listening to one of my shows and he liked some of the phrases I had in there. And so he kept stopping and rewinding. He's like, can you just make me a, a sheet? And one day I'll have to come up with the sheet and that way you guys can have it, but I don't have that for you today. So here are some of the beliefs that you can start believing. And you have to start believing them now, especially if you don't have evidence, but it can't be a lie. Okay. So one belief can be, and I think this is an important place to start because so often we believe in the lie of perfection. I have to be perfect to be loved. I have to be perfect in my job as a lawyer. I have to be perfect. I can't make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We want to manage risk and not make catastrophic mistakes, but we all make mistakes. So One can be, one belief can be, I'm a person who makes mistakes, learns from them, and gets herself back up. And isn't that true for you? That's a true belief. And maybe it's, I'm a person who makes mistakes, learns from them, and I have people that can help me get back up. And I can sometimes get back up. Another belief, and this can be a really hard one, this is one that I really struggled with, with my own belonging, especially as a young child, is I'm worthy of love and belonging. 
and really believing that because here's the thing you are. We are all worthy of love and belonging. And it's about finding our people, finding our tribe, finding our community and fitting in there because I'm not for everybody. And that is okay. And I've had to learn to realize that there are some people that love me and there are some people that hate me and it is all okay. I have enough. I have enough people in my life and the fantastic news that I love at 46 is I'm learning, I'm meeting new people. I'm finding new people that I really like and, and I enjoy and it's great. So I'm worthy of love and belonging is a new belief that you could have. I'm learning to enjoy being with myself. And you have to check in. Can you believe that and find out what are all the fantastic reasons to enjoy being with yourself? Like one of the things that I love about being with myself is like, I get to do what I want to do. I don't have to do what anybody else wants to do. I don't have to compromise. I get to do what I want to do. And there are some Sunday mornings that I really enjoy the hell out of that. It is awesome, right? So you can learn to enjoy being with yourself. So again, you're not telling yourself a lie. And I like to add that word learn because it creates the possibility. Another one is I'm capable of learning new things. I often have clients who are getting new jobs or, um, you know, a new promotion. And then all of a sudden they freak out in that voice of, you know, the dreaded voice from shame of you're not enough. Who do you think you are? They're all going to find out. And my clients are pretty highly sought after, but this all comes up because they're feeling vulnerable because there's uncertainty, there's emotional risk, there's exposure. And so they go, oh my gosh, what if I don't know? And I always go back to them. I go, well, aren't you capable of learning new things? Oh yeah, I'm capable. And then they just need to believe that. And so even though that there may be things that they don't even know that they don't know, having that belief of I'm capable of learning new things can be really powerful it can cultivate confidence in yourself as you go into feeling really vulnerable. One for the money people out there is, I'm learning to take care of my money. Like, ah, and again, when I say I'm learning to take care, it's not like, oh, I'm good with money. I mean, that's my belief, but that may not be your belief because that may trigger the liar, liar, pants on fire. But I'm learning to take care of my money. Or it can be, I'm learning to take care of myself. I remember that was like a huge new belief for me. And then that evolved into, I'm a person who honors commitments to herself. I'm a person who honors commitments to herself. And guess what? I fall down on those commitments and then I get back up. But I believe that. I'm good enough for this new job of mine. And here's the thing. How do you know? Well, they hired you. But really telling yourself, I'm good enough for this job. I am worthy of connected and loving relationships. You don't have to wait for the proof of a relationship. You are worthy. And it's like, there are all these fantastic people that are waiting for me. And it's about me showing up so that they can find me and I can find them. And maybe it's about finding one person. My husband, he's so funny, um, coaches a university women's swim team. And sometimes he'll say to them, you know, as they're freaking out about, uh, boyfriends or life partners. And he always says, you only need one. I stole that. And I gave that to a client who had a little bit of a vulnerability because she was in the process of buying a house and in a pretty hot market. And I, I reminded her, you only need one house. There are plenty. And she was in a fortunate position where she didn't have to rush. She could wait for the right one to come. 
And after going through a variety of them, some disappointments, some like, oh yes, and then turn no, she found the house that she really loved. So you must start believing at first. You can believe I'm a person who can create the life I want. I had this client years ago. She was in a group that I was coaching and she was so quiet. She didn't say anything. And this is back in the day when we used to do teleconferences. Now I do all my group coaching via Zoom. It kind of looks like the Brady Bunch. We all get to see each other, which is fantastic and dreadful because those become hair and makeup days for me. But one day I'll just go in my ponytail. It's kind of funny because throughout town, I'm always on my ponytail. But anyways, I digress. She sent me a chat in the group call and said, am I really, could I, is that really possible for me to be a person who's created the life that she wants? And I was like, absolutely. And the fun thing is now she is a person who is like on fire. She is creating the life that she wanted and, or that she wanted and that she wants. And she's so excited about the dreams she has for her future and for her family's future. And she's going to execute those. And That is what is so cool is that when you believe in yourself and then what you can create, now she had over obstacles to overcome and it took her time to learn how to believe in herself, especially early on. And as she's been, it's a momentum thing and it grows and it grows and it grows as you believe in yourself more. So she can believe a person who creates the life that you want and believe in that. Another one for some of my clients is I'm a person who can get to my natural weight. And that is going to just create all the shit storms and shame storms inside of you when you make that commitment. I am a person who can get to my natural weight. Now, again, there may be a difference between what you think your natural weight should be, that's a huge judgment word, or what your body knows your weight can be and will best support you. So there may be a discrepancy between that, but you can be a person to get to your natural weight by listening to your body, by feeding it nourishing foods. I'm not talking about restricting. Another belief is my life is uncertain now with starting a new job, but I will be okay. Or my life is uncertain now with ending this relationship, but I will be okay. Here's another one that I just thought of that I didn't believe years ago when somebody gave it to me. And I'm like, that's easy for you to say. I totally discounted it. Remember the seeing as not believing? It's if not this, then something better. That, my friends, is a fantastic belief to have. If not this, then something better. That is a great belief. Because so often, think about it. Look back in your life when you thought, oh my gosh, I have to have this. I have to be in this relationship or I have to go to this school or I have to have this job or I have to have this house or this car or this friend. And then after you go through the experience of either not having it or having it, you realize that wasn't necessarily the case. There was actually something better. That was a better fit for you. Not that that person was bad, but it was just better. That wasn't the right fit. I always think of fit as pieces of puzzles. I used to love to do puzzles when I was a kid. You know, and you're trying to find that puzzle, especially the darn clouds, and you're trying to find it and trying to find it, and it doesn't fit. And sometimes I would get frustrated because it would make my life simpler if it would just fit, except it wasn't going to work. And so it was about finding the right piece to fit with the other piece. And that, whether it's a job, a friend, a best friend, a spouse, a life partner, a community, a place of belonging, it's about finding your people the right fit. The 
and and I that's different than fitting in. I want to clarify that because I talk a lot about fitting in and belonging, but it's that you have a place where you belong and you guys fit together. You have common values. You have um, beliefs that are similar. Maybe they're even different. I have friends that have very different beliefs, but they accept me for who I am. And that's fine. Like we have very different political beliefs, but that's okay. We get to talk. I get to learn about what they believe and how they see the world. For me, that works. For some people, it doesn't. So I've digressed again. So let's go back to beliefs. Find beliefs that you can believe in, and you may need to stair step it to the eventual. So maybe you can't be, I'm a person who can get to her natural weight, but maybe you can say, hey, I'm learning to take care of myself, or I'm learning to implement movement in my life. And I know those are some big words. Those are the words that I like. I'm learning how to enjoy movement. Or And here's one belief that I have that I've had to remind myself of, especially in the summer when I'm going through these dog days of summer with the monsters is I'm living a dream or I'm living my dream. (laughs) And there are some days I'm living other people's dreams, at least their dreams of what they think I do versus the reality of what I do. So there's some of those sayings that I have, and I've just repeated over and over, which allowed me not to have a pity party for myself as I'm on like 16th hour of the day, and I'm schlepping a box full of goggles or caps or whatever it is, and I'm schlepping, reminding myself, I used to have people that would do this for me, and here I'm doing it now, but it's all okay, because I love this community that I'm a part of. And Here's the other side that's so, so important is that not only is it important for you to believe in your dreams, but it's also important that you can have people that do. And sometimes those people aren't necessarily going to be your family and maybe not your friends because they're stuck with their own beliefs about stuff. So, you know, if you're going to leave like a steady job and go off and do something else like I did, they may think a pension is the safest way to live and they can't understand this world that you're going to. Now, here's the thing I will always say, you always have to manage risk. I think that's really important, or at least that's for me for where my risk tolerance is. So you always manage your risk. You know, I'm not a big fan of leap and the net will appear. I've said that many years over the past 12 years on this podcast and several interviews. So manage your risk, but you must believe. And so sometimes those people who are supposed to be in your support seats, they may not have the capacity and that is okay because there are people that you can find that can believe in you. And so for example, I believe I I work with this team and these staff and like coaches and parents, and sometimes the parents may not believe in their kid. They may think their kid is going to drown. That's not allowed to happen. I believe that their kid will be able to learn how to swim. And I can believe it without even seeing it or without having any evidence that their kid in particular can learn how to swim, especially when I see the contrary evidence of their kids screaming and being unhappy at first. But then I know the joy that's going to be coming and I'm so committed to that and we're going to do that. And just like I can, and whether it's learning how to swim, you know, making a certain level meet, make, getting a best time, making nationals, whatever the levels, making the Olympic trials, the Olympic team, whatever it is, but being able to believe in them and what they can become. And the other thing that I do is I coach clients and I believe in them as they're going through their struggles, as they're working towards becoming enough. I know 
that they will get to a place where they are grounded in their enoughness, where they are living with their whole heart, where they can move through shame and not let it stop them and sabotage their life, where they can overcome their obstacles and they can go after the jobs that they really want to have. They can create the relationships that they really want to have, that where they are their own best friend. I was, I remember when I had a client that first hired me and that was her goal to be her own best friend. And I'm like, wow. And she's highly successful. And that was her goal. And, you know, and today I just had a client say to me, I was my own best friend. I had my back yesterday. And that is so cool when you can be that support system for yourself, but it doesn't mean you have to go alone. So you can have somebody, whether it's a coach, a colleague, a friend, a mentor who can believe in you, because sometimes you may not be able to believe in you and that's okay. And what happens, whether it's with my monsters or with my clients, is that I believe in them and I believe in them. And then at some point they start believing in them. And that is when the magic happens. It's so fantastic. And I love to see when they start to see it, the belief, they will, they believe it. And then they start to see things come together and then they can touch it and they can feel it. And they're living it like that client I talked about where she's like creating all kinds of amazing stuff in her life. So that, my friend, is why it's so important to believe to achieve the goals that you want. Stop trying to see it. Stop trying to plan. You can make some plans, but don't use all your energy making the plan to the point where you're exhausted because if that root belief is this isn't possible for me, it's not going to happen. I had to change my beliefs and how I saw myself, whether it's with my own athletics, with my money, with my business, with relationships to then achieve the results that I wanted in my life. I had to believe. And then you go and take action from that place of confidence. And there's going to be fear. You're going to feel brave and afraid at the same time as Brene Brown likes to say. What now? Start believing so you can achieve the goals in your life. Really, that's where it starts. You have to start believing. Don't tell yourself lies. Manage your risk. But start believing in you. Start believing what is possible from you. Steal the beliefs that I gave as examples and start there and adjust them so that they are in your words. And if you want help creating those new beliefs and you're ready to stop listening to the small voice in the back of your head that likes nothing better than to repeat those painful stories, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not thin enough, strong enough, or smart enough. Well, I have just the thing for you. I'm so excited because I'm opening my program enough, your daring year, and we're going to start the September. In this program, you're truly going to go from not enough to becoming enough to where you're grounded in enough in your life. And don't you think it's time to do something about it? Isn't it really time to stop putting it off and really make a difference in your life? If that's for you, go to howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough to apply for my premium coaching program. That's howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough and click the apply now button. All right, that's all folks. Thanks so much for listening and I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting. Never been so wide